Do you want me to just start singing or yeah, chanting the it? Troop Beverly Hills chant? Yes. Yeah. We're the girls from Beverly Hills. One, two, three, four. Shopping is our greatest skill. Five, six, seven, eight. And more numbers, more numbers, more numbers, more numbers. Beverly Hills, what a thrill. Beverly Hills, what a thrill. Beverly Hills. And then it just goes into the thing. Welcome to Your Inner Child is an Idiot, the podcast where we revisit things from your childhood and crush any lingering hopes you might have had that they were any good. My name's DJ. This is Damon. Hi, DJ. Dames. Ditch. Uh, I did sneeze on your door. This is our first recording since uh, we're all gay. Uh, Oh, yeah. Since the the court nominated us. Um, um, Honestly, I'll be sad to see Lauren go. Yeah, I'm. But I think you're really gonna like a, Rick. She's a real sweet lady, but I've been told that I'm gay now. But she is too. So right, that's true. And she's gonna really like Sally. Sally, what Sally. the fuck am I pulling these we're, girl names we're from? It's Sally and Rick. Sorry, just, Rick. I think is valid, but Sally means I've been reading Peanuts. I'm comics. pretty sure you found two forty-year-olds. <laughs> Actually, people can AJ nothing but a number. People can connect at any age. Sally, I mean, she gets a steady Social Security check. <laughs> <laughs> you like she still now? got most of her teeth. This is the reality I live in now. I came up with 40 as some like older <laughs> middle-aged thing. I am 7 years away from 40 and it's 2 not, years away from just rounding up to 40. Just, yeah, to my you might as well be 40 mm-hmm. at that point. And at 35 as a gay man, I will actually just crumble into dust. I think that I still think of my parents as 40. Even though that would be physically impossible. Right. Um, but when you're like, oh, that's old, some age that's older, 40. It's kind of like kids when you're like, oh, how old do you think I am? A billion. <laughs> uh, so um, how do you feel? Do you feel good? You know, feel good about the, the gay ma- thing? Are you? Yeah, I feel pretty good. Are, do you feel comfortable forcing me to get gay married? Or Yeah, I mean, I, put, I, tr- I tried to put my name in the lottery because I thought you'd be more comfortable if, you know, knowing me. But I mean. Right. <laughs> At least I know one right. guy. But, but, I know for a know, fact that I could live with you for a that's while. That's true. The rest of it, I don't. I don't it's the law. It's the law. No one know, wants to do it, but we all have to. Just give me time. All right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, you know, I, I don't normally drink. I but don't know maybe, why they forced me to break up with Tyler. I don't know if that was a bureaucracy that was a thing. Weird, that was a that was weird, weird loophole in the, in the I thought that SCOTUS was weird. decision. I thought it was weird. Um, so, yeah, I guess I'm pretty happy. Sure. I mean, yeah. I don't plan on getting married. Right. But, you know, at least they... Well, good, because you live in Tennessee. So <laughs> we still got some hurdles for I'm you. actually a legislator here in Tennessee, <laughs> and I was like, I don't plan on doing it. Nay. Nay. I <laughs> or actually, nay. yay, the way things in Tennessee went. I went, yay. Yay. For a constitutional amendment against gays. Today we're going to watch, speaking of gay... Speaking uh, of gay, despite, well, there is a gay character in here. A very small gay character. Today you'll, we're going to watch... You'll, see, you'll know him when you see him. Troop Beverly Hills is what we're going to watch today. Troop Beverly Hills! Uh, it's a movie from 1989. Flawless. Um, Way I, to turn your head towards Wikipedia just then. I have never... I probably have seen this, but I do not remember it. Well, there's no reason why you should see this because you are a, a straight man. There's no reason that you should see this. I your wife know. has seen this. I have seen this. Yeah. My brother has seen this. This is actually... Uh, here's a story from the Xanthopolis household. Please. 
whenever we were younger and mom was like, maybe we should go, maybe we should watch a movie. And mom didn't want to go out to the rental place. We were like, well, what should we watch, mom? And she, instantaneous answer, True Beverly Hills. (laughs) Go-to answer. Finally, something we can all agree on. Was that Right. So, I mean, I've watched it a lot. Okay. Um, But I haven't watched it, I would say, within a decade. I don't know if this, for for me, I don't know if this is like a... It just seems familiar, like never-ending story. Like I've seen enough references to it, or my maybe my sister watched it because mm. uh, you know she would have been the right age, I think, uh, for it. And I was, you know, a seven-year-old boy. Well, you did out. also accompany me when I went to get that, you know, huge back tattoo of Velma Plunder. That's you'll get that. <laughs> I'll get that in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> so I, uh, I, I think that I'm either conflating this as my like this movie as my experience with my sisters and girl scouts i used to always go Mm -hmm. to the meetings because my mom didn't want to leave me by myself because i was a little kid so i would go to the meetings but i would just sit uh in the corner you're conflating a movie with what actually actual memories that occurred to you right so i like i i would go to the meetings and then i'd just play in with matchbox cards in the corner was shelly long there though I mean, mom kind of looked like her back in the day. I don't, I, no, I have no idea. Maybe I just watched a Popeye cartoon and mm-hmm. I saw Olive Oil, and therefore, you know, no, that was Shelley Duvall. Yeah, that's Shelley Duvall. <laughs> Shelley Long is Diane from Cheers. That's right. Okay, boy, I am not on off to a good start on this one. I will say this: this movie. I mean, you may also think you've seen it because it is. It does follow a very popular '80s, '90s ish trope, which is. You know, they're the outcasts. Having Shelly Long in it. Having Shelly Long in it. (laughs) And they're the outcast group, and they have to prove themselves to... It's like this... Oddly, actually, I was going to say it's like a slobs versus snobs thing, but the weird thing is that True Beverly Hills, they are the snobs. They're They're from Beverly Hills. So they're proving themselves to the slobs? And they're one... Finally, these these rich kids are going to show those poor kids (laughs) what for. Finally, rich kids will have their Sure, we've wanted everything, but not at this. And now we just did. Uh, Fuck you, poor kids. Is it like the anti, like the sw- the swap of bad news bears, like or, or like kind of? They're just not. They're not very good at you know being you know uh, in the movie. They're called wilderness girls, so okay. they're not very the good wilderness at wilderness. I just think of National Lampoon's Loaded Weapon One, which is the Lethal Weapon parody. It's not I, that one. That was one Deep I would cut. That's one out. I wouldn't mind rewatching because I thought it was funny, but I bet it's not. Um, Didn't they make a second one, Loaded Weapon Two? Maybe. Um, but, they, I mean, when when Naked Gun comes out, what's the fucking point? Go home. Whoa. Everybody, comedy movies, pack it in. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't mean just... I mean, it just seems like... It's covered. We got it. We got it. Thank you. Although, yeah. I think they were... I think Loaded Weapon might have beaten Naked Gun to the theaters. Loaded Weapon... I, I don't know if it can... It definitely can come out before the first Naked Gun. I think... I don't know. I can't help but to notice we're not talking about True Beverly Hills anymore. Well, this sounds like this is not much of a... Like, you were just remember this. Like, oh, yeah. As do you adult. want me to just do the movie for you? Could you just act it out? I brought a collection of wigs with me. Strangely enough, I have a green sash in my closet. That, you, <laughs> that sounds a I will say this. Sash. What I'm expecting um, a sash involved, right? from or this I... movie is to be unapologetically uh, anti-feminist. Okay. I have a feeling that it, it was probably written by a man. Don't yeah. confirm it. Because I 
I feel like the, the politics of this movie is like, girls like to shop, uh-huh. girls aren't good at being outdoorsy, and if they are good at being outdoorsy, they are the villains and should be destroyed. <laughs> bees be essin', that's what I always bees say. Bees be, what's S? Shopping. Be, bitches be shopping. <laughs> yeah, so um, I feel like this is going to be a very retrograde uh, comedy for I women. I see that. Um, it is not... It is very 80s, too, because, I mean, it's very, like, we're rich. Isn't it great? Yeah. Don't ask any follow-up questions. N- what we're could go rich. wrong after this? This but is all going to trickle down. Don't worry. <laughs> Don't worry about it. You'll get some of these diamonds I just bought this, or something. So I just looked at, when we just looked up the, I haven't even looked past the, the Google search results yet, but <laughs> I do see that a Rotten Tomatoes score of 8% is popping yeah, up. So yeah, this, We got something good to look now, forward to. Now, percent, you top out at 10, is that correct? Am I reading No, Am I no, right? no, no. It's got to be, it's 100. So I really think that Latin percent means percent. out of 10. <laughs> right? <laughs> You're thinking of per deck. <laughs> per deck. Um... Well, there are a lot of people in this movie. I will say this. Okay. From my memory, there is Jenny Shelley Lewis. Long, Jenny Lewis of Riley yeah. Kiley and Jenny Lewis fame. <laughs> yeah. Um, there is Carla Gugino. Gugino? I'm sorry, what? Uh, Carla Gugino. Uh-huh. Okay. She's in things. Okay. You'll recognize her. Sure, sure. Kelly Martin from Life Goes On. Oh, okay. Um, Craig T. Nelson from Coach. And yeah. most recently, Grace and Frankie. Right. Uh, you're going to have... Uh, Parenthood. He was in that. Yeah, he was in Parenthood. Another show. That's a... Yeah. Yeah. I didn't watch them, but a lot of people did. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> There's a girl who played the nosy neighbor on Small Wonder. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. And others. Oh, that girl who was on Punky Brewster, and you thought it was, uh, yeah. what's her name? Kirstie Alley? Kirsten Not Kirstie Alley. Yes. Kirsten Dunst. No, you're thinking of, see, Kirstie Alley replaced Shelley Long on Cheers. Right. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Um, okay, are you, I think that's. Do you have anything else to add? Any memories? I I don't have any of this. So um, I do. There in. I do have a lot of f- favorite lines in this mm-hmm. movie, but not ones ones that. Uh, there's a scene where. Okay, I will say I really love the villain in this movie. Mm-hmm. I like movies that take place sort of in everyday life, but still have ridiculously cartoonish <laughs> villains. And this movie does not disappoint Excellent. in that there is kind of a. Which I would say she might be even lesbianish. Okay. Um, I'd like to examine that. She might be like coded as lesbian because mm. um, she kind of looks like Mrs. Danvers from Rebecca, and she has a very timid female assistant who she bosses around. Oh. But uh, there's an early scene where um, Shelley Long is just like waving her hand as it, she wants to ask a question. Yeah. And uh, she starts talking, and the woman's like, "Who are you?" And Shelley Long just keeps talking, and she just goes. <laughs> And that's like something that's like tattooed in my brain. And sometimes I just like saying it out loud when I'm alone in the house. <laughs> Who are you? That's uh, totally sane. Yeah, so, that's a normal thing. That oh, Mary Gross is also in this. You won't rec- You would recognize her before you recognize her name. Okay, she's from the bad years of SNL in the early eighties. Oh, okay. Well, uh, we're gonna watch. We're gonna watch Trip Beverly Hills. It's on Amazon. Uh, Damon had the DVD. I think I loaned it out to another homo, <laughs> like you do. Uh, it's so- like currency for us. <laughs> you just start. You hand out this, and death becomes her, and then you can like get fifty bucks. <laughs> old share CDs, I guess. I don't know. Is that an old stereotype? I don't know. That is an outdated stereotype. We're Sorry. trying to move on to Beyonce CDs. Okay. All right. 
It used to be Lady Gaga, but I feel like she's probably yeah. Off she a bit. started hanging out with that Tony Bennett group, and we're like, we've ah. moved on. Um, so we're gonna take a quick break while we watch it. Um, feel free to watch it as well. We'll be back in just a couple minutes. Bye. <laughs> you stopped using consonants near. It's definitely not gonna be a couple minutes either. I'm not gonna. No, I mean, but they to them minutes. it'll be like a, a couple seconds. Yeah. To us it'll be a couple hours, so it won't be a couple minutes. To any, no, to anyone in any dimension, it won't be a couple. Well, I mean, if given a finite uh, material in an infinite universe, it'll be minutes somewhere, right? I, you know, yes. We're back. We are back. <laughs> Troop Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills. What, what a thrill. thrill. Beverly Hills. Why do I do a chicken dance every time? Uh, it's necessary. Or the Freddy, which you Yes, can do. the Freddy. Freddy isn't life. Bam, so bam. unfair. Well, since, um, since I'm f- very familiar with this movie, let's test your knowledge of this movie. And okay. you give us a rundown dis- of the plot. If we've discovered anything over these uh, Baker's Dozen episodes, it's that I'm super good at uh, <laughs> recapping <laughs> things. So, uh, so there's a, uh, a woman, a rich, rich woman. This is a uh, Shelley Long. Start with short declarative sentences. <laughs> there is a rich woman. Um, I'm Hark, weaving, a I'm, rich woman. I'm weaving a tapestry here, Damon. <laughs> Do not interrupt me. Um, and she is in an like sort of a strange relationship with Craig T. Nelson, her rich husband, Coach and Coach, or and, Poltergeist, Mister Poltergeist, or the voice of Mister Incredible, or oh, yeah. uh, or the dad in Parenthood. And apparently... Or Guy in the Netflix original series, Grace and Frankie. I've not seen that. Worth it? It's pretty good. I mean, me and Tyler just watched it over dinner a few nights. I mean, okay. it's not gonna... It's something to kill time, you're telling me? No, Thanks. that's not... I mean, I got a few laughs at it. Don't go in thinking it's like a crazy comedy. It's more like a drama comedy. Dramedy. Yeah. But Sam um, Waterston's in it. He looks like my grandpa. He's Yeah, he's a charming guy. Eyebrows. He's got eyebrows I, for days. I gotta say, I don't want to, you know, talk out of school here, but I have a potential to have those eyebrows. I can't wait. Hair. My hairdresser, uh, he's always like, "We got to trim back these Gandalf eyebrows," <laughs> and I'm like, "Gandalf, I love Gandalf." And then I'm like, "Oh, we're cutting my eyebrows." <laughs> oh, you've already done it. <laughs> I waited. Too oh, long. you're coming at my eyes with scissors. Okay. <laughs> well, it could go wrong. So they're sort of in a. They're they're going through a divorce, or they're like getting ready. Gandalf to go and Sam Waterston. Uh, <laughs> Craig T. Nelson and Shelley Long. They have a daughter, Jenny Lewis mm-hmm. of Rilo Kylie, and yeah. uh, they. Uh, long story short, uh, they have. Uh, I'm not skipping to the end. I just. <laughs> and long story short, they win the jamboree. They win. Um, the uh, daughter need the daughter's troop, the troop Beverly Hills. They need a, a group leader, and it's all the, these kind of uh, rich girls. The titular troop, yes, troop Beverly Hills, uh, and they need a leader because the leaders always lose interest and leave leave the girls. It's like a um, Mary Poppins thing, where just you know they're going through all those nannies at the beginning yeah. of Mary Poppins. It remind I was telling uh, uh, saying while we were watching it, the, the beginning reminds me of reminded me of like Major League, like <laughs> when the, all the new wacky characters are introduced, right. but. 
they get almost no actual fleshing out throughout. It's only, you, you only get, like, you get little glimpses. But you, you pretty don't. much just, uh, as much as you get in those introductions, that's about all you're that's getting. That's it. There's yeah. one that's really hot. Her, da- her dad's like a Hollywood director, so she's yeah. really into, like, talking about movies and talking about therapy. Yeah. One's the daughter of a Marco-style a dictator. Dictator. Uh, yeah. One is the daughter of uh, a famous boxer, we're to assume. Right. And um, One's the daughter of of Shelley Long's best friend who's like a I don't know. She's like I, I think a is. Jackie Collins type yeah, novelist yeah. and and that girl herself is a, a TV star. TV star. She yeah. is the star of Winnie and the Winklemans. Right. And so they they want um they all have kind of their own reasons for wanting I'm trying to, to think of the other girl. Oh, a struggling actor's daughter that drops yeah, off around the yeah, corner yeah. cuz Kelly yeah. Martin's dad is struggling and um then the who's the who's the bitch? <laughs> Carla, oh, yeah. Carla, Gud, Carlita, Gud, Gud, her name? Gugina. Chica. Chica, Chica is the name of the girl, but her parents are just rich and always away. Yeah. And eventually played, they miss her birthday. Played by Wayward Pines. Played by Wayward Pines. Um, also, she was on Spin City for the first season. That's right. Oh my God. Uh, so many. This is her first movie, and she lied about her age. That's why she's so much taller than the other girls. She oh. was 16 at the time, claimed to be 14 to get the role. Oh, subterfuge to start a career like skullduggery, please. Yes, that's a great so. way to get a reputation, yeah. Carla. She's never going to get anywhere in Hollywood. I'll tell you that <laughs> much. So um, eventually, Shelley Long is like, I can do stuff, and decides that she's going to. Well, because Craig T. Nelson says she does nothing but shop. Well, of course, that's after we saw a shopping montage. Yeah, her. we get sort of like an, a beginning thing where they're going over the 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 uh, wilderness girl's home office. I guess is going over her. Uh, application and they're like oh she's very good with the animals and then we see her you know at armani kissing, kissing, kissing a diamond diamond frog. studded frog yeah and so it's just like she just likes to shop yeah and uh but eventually she kind of deci- she decides to volunteer as the uh troop leader and this uh evil lesbian uh <laughs> velda velda Plunder. Plunder. Plun- plunder. Plunderson? Plunder, yeah. Plunder. No, just Plunder. plunder. Velda Plunder. Velda plunder. Come on. That's a pretty good villain name, I guess. She's say. very butch. She has a very raspy voice. Um, she's very plain-faced. I don't know if they ever explicitly hint that she's a lesbian, but she does always have underlings around her. Um, yeah. She just reads sort of as a very butch masculine woman yeah, I would who say needs to be defeated. I don't know if there's anything to get like offended about like about her depiction. Uh, character drawing? Yes. Get offended. <laughs> because it's pro- like I don't know. I mean pretty, I, 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 she's, a, she's a typical like thin right. thin uh why are you so villainous? Like it's it's because she wants her daughter's troop to win, which right. is the Culver City. They have Culver red City feathers. red feathers, feathers, red feathers. not feathers. feathers. Don't say feathers. Um, but she also, I mean, the other thing is, um, you can almost like pull. Uh, well, is she the villain here? Because right, yeah. Phyllis Neffler, the the Shelley Long's character, mm-hmm. um, is not following the rules and is right. just taking her girls to Armani and you know. Having them collect patches, They're like made up patches that way. They didn't like camping, so they go to a, a to four the Beverly star hotel, Hill, which is hotel. kind of awesome. Yeah. As someone who doesn't really care for camping that much, in the first place, right. I was kind of watching. There are leaves stuff. on the wallpaper. Aren't we close enough? Yeah, watch, watching all that stuff, I was kind of like, yeah, that seems great. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I can say it was definitely you can sort of see the movie through Velda's side. It's like, yeah, well, yeah. this person is not doing anything. She's not following the rules, and then there's this kind of like uh, older lady who's like the the head of the. I don't know. I, I was. Thinking like the Girl Scouts were like, isn't that kind of like other than like the executive branch? Isn't it kind of like uh, all volunteers? Like the 
this seems like a job hierarchy that they're well yeah but i think these are like like the at the headquarters i think they are i mean they're with the regional director and so i think they'd be a little bit more involved they'd probably be salaried if that's what you're going for if you'd like to get an org chart going if i could get a tax return from 1988 i'd like some w2s i'm not sure i'm buying this so um there's an older lady who's like kind of the boss boss that's uh that's like described her as looking like jason robards in drag (laughs) that might be a bit of a deep cut but i think that's accurate and uh uh, so she's a little bit more receptive to, hey, this lady's actually involved in the troop as opposed to just kind of running away, which is apparently what the other... She's very much uh, accepting. And of course, there's also Herman, Annie Herman, yeah. who is uh, Velda's assistant. She's very much Marcy to Velda's peppermint patty. Yes. Um, she calls her sir, and she's always tagging, tagging along. She's very yeah. quiet and meek. She's played by Mary Gross. Velda assigns her to be a spy, the assistant troop leader. Yeah, she the, infiltrates the uh, troop Beverly she Hills. gives her like a, a camera that she puts in the book, which is... Kind of funny. And some then, sp- scheming, some spying. Yeah, there's like a secret microphone. And so basically she spies on, uh, um, what's the, Phyllis? On Phyllis, Phyllis and, Neffler. And her, troop. Her, her husband's name is Freddie Neffler, the muffler man. Yeah, that's right. Neffler, muffler. Hits. He made his money, uh, I guess, owning a muffler player play. Yeah. Repair place. Did he own it or was he just in the commercials as the muffler man? I guess that's unclear. Um, But his name is Neffler the muffler man. I can only assume, like, why would you put the person's name? Why would you actually name the muffler man (laughs) after this specific person if he didn't own own the job? Yeah. It'd be like Noid's Pizza. But we're we're led to believe that (laughs) Phyllis uh, clipped coupons and scrimped and saved to put him through law school and now he makes his money doing Neffler the muffler man. And um, for, because you have a need a law decree to do that? I guess so. Well, you know, you don't know what legalese might be needed. I gotta be honest, I don't know much about the law. But, uh, <laughs> or muffler manning. Or muffling. Muffle people. Hey, I've made some things quieter <laughs> in my life. I don't know what that means. Uh, um, so then yeah. uh, they spy and they kind of bring their findings back to... So what, they, what she captures is, of course... Uh, Phyllis and her troop being ridiculous, and uh, right, you know they go to a jewelry store. And one, she makes up a patch, right? Like a, a jewelry Cresca appraisal patch, patch. for jewelry pay, play, uh, appraisal. So they get pictures of that, and then uh, she, you know, spikes the punch at the party or something, and which actually is really inappropriate. Before, yeah. Oh yeah, that was <laughs> again. I was like, Velda's got a point here. She put wine in the hobo stew. Yeah, and uh, that was that was the only one that was really egregious. Was like, right? Eh. I guess so. Yeah. Um, so also having a dictator's daughter on your yeah that was a little weird so they uh, but they bring that to the the older lady who's uh, head of the region or whatever and she's kind of like Jason Robards it's kind of it's fine basically is what she right. says um, and then uh, the, of course it's cookie time um, yes it's time to sell the cookies and then after some attempts to kind of keep them away from selling cookies uh, well the Culver Canada, City Red Feathers are going through Beverly Hills and selling to all the people there right. including. And be a great Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. What are you doing here? (laughs) I mean, he would have a house in Beverly Hills, I imagine. It was was appropriate. And then, uh, of course, I I forgot, at some point, Frankie Avalon and Annette Annette Funicello have an appearance. Yes. Which is a reference that barely works for me. (laughs) But I get it. (laughs) I only know because of other things they've had weird cameos And, of course, when you see them, you see them running. And Annette Funicello is, of course, singing her hit, 
Tall Paul. Everybody knows that I love Paul. Tall Paul. Tall. Okay, I'll stop. She was singing that? Yeah, she was singing that when they were running. And she's like, everybody knows that I love Paul. Then you see Frankie Avalon, who's struggling to keep up with her, going, Oh, Annette, wait up, honey. Wait up. He is played by uh, Shaggy, (laughs) voiced by Casey Kasem. It's a very confusing movie. He kind of looks like Casey Kasem. Got a little bit and of we're back. Yeah, we're back. Um, um, so they, uh, yeah, they, and then, but they eventually uh, find a new way to sell cookies. And how is that? Well, they do a Revenge of the Nerd style musical where they perform like in a mall. Um, well, no, it's outside of outside. Giorgio Armani on Rodeo right. Drive, yeah, and okay. they. Um, I get all of California confused with the mall <laughs> and TV. Uh, they they do a little. They set up a little stage. I guess yeah. Armani was cool with it. They yeah. set up a little stage. He's pretty cool with and uh, Girl Scouts. Tiffy, the the girl on the thing, she does a great Tina Turner. So she sings yeah. a, a written song called. If that Cookie was her time. singing, that was actually it was. Really, I really, checked it. That's really good. Actually. I checked it on IMDb. It is her singing. Oh, the girl's an uh, excellent singer. And uh, Jenny Lewis, ironically, was the worst of the dancers, the background yeah. dancer. <laughs> she was really bad. I mean, I don't know how much dancing is part of Rilo mm, Kiley true. and her and solo work. She didn't really sing in that, other than with the gir- with the group of the. But cookie they time, sell cookie. T- How's that song go? Uh, Please, Damon. Cookie time! It's cookie time! It's cookie time! Yeah, 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 yeah. That's just a little sampling. Thank you. Um, but they sell. They. Uh, so anyone, like who sells, anyone who sells a thousand or boxes automatically gets to go to the uh, Wilderness Girls Jamboree. Yeah. But uh, Beverly Hills, trying to prove themselves, orders 2,000 2, boxes well, that more. they have to sell. Yeah. But then they actually sell 4,000 boxes. 4,700 and something. Yeah, they're in yeah. 32 or whatever. And so they have this little gala um, for to celebrate and to hand over the check. And during this time, don't forget, Annie Herman has crossed back to the Beverly Hills side. She's now one of yeah, them. She now... She has stopped spying for... She stopped, she threw, while they were doing the cookie thing, she still throws her cam, spy camera away, and, and her she's, she's done. She's right. done spying. She's a part of the team now. Um, and also, during that time, Rosa, the maid, becomes, um, a, becomes true, a true part leader of the as well. I, I, it was weird. Um, she... Uh, she was really she gets, invested in their lives, I noticed. She gets to say a line that I didn't get for years because uh, at one point, um, Velda takes away the fake patches that they just made up. Right. Uh, she takes them away, and Rosa says, Patches? We don't need <sighs> no stinking patches. Which I didn't get as a child. Yeah. And I, but, it, but it was also the, it was said in the cadence of a reference, so I'm like, right. they're referencing something, because it seems here. weird that they would say that and oh. pause and look directly at her, like point the camera right at her, squarely in the middle, and have her say it in this ridiculous accent. Oh, this is a Scarface reference in a right. children's movie. That I woman also went on to play the maid on Will and Grace, Karen Walker's maid on Will and That's Grace. Right. And once we looked it up on IMDb, her name is like... Jessica Smith. Morrison. Yeah. yeah, something Morrison. and uh, Born in New York. Born in New York. But she always has this accent. Yeah. Uh, and you can be in New York and have an accent. Maybe she does. Probably not. Probably not, though. Probably um, some Hollywood director said, Can you uh, up the Hispanic can accent? Can you Latino it up, please? So, you know, with the Spanish and the I-I-I and the what have you. Here's some maracas. Just keep them on you. She actually did at one point during, <laughs> during the Cookie Time fuck, song. Fuck, I forgot. Yeah, that's she's right. God shake, damn it. She's wearing the colors of the Mexican flag and shaking maracas. Wearing a sombrero. Had a mustache for some reason, which seemed weird. <laughs> There's a donkey. Uh, that was a bit much. Um, and then, 
So they, uh, what, what happens after that? At the gala. Uh, right. She throws this gala to, you know, one, deliver the check to Velda saying, here's, we sold all these cookies. Yeah. And, you know, to, that was we the, catch up on with all the parents that, uh, this movie weird. oddly expects us to care more about the parents than we actually do. Yeah. Like, we keep catching up with the out-of-work father. Well, especially when, how, for how much it sets them up as, like, to all kind of be awful. <laughs> right, that's like, true. Remember your favorite characters who are awful everyone, to these, awful it seems to these like children? Everyone in this movie is actually awful. <laughs> but yeah, um, we just are supposed to, like the movie just tells us, uh, you're, you like these and you don't like these other ones. Right. Yeah. Oh, we forgot to mention that Craig T. Nelson throughout this movie is also dating his real tour. Oh, right. Real tour. Who become <laughs> the robot? It's one of those words. Real tour. I am real tour. <laughs> Looks like you're uh, like. Here is a beautiful three bedroom. I can't. I can't spell uh, your boyfriend's name without being Tyler. <laughs> Tyler. Um. So. Uh. Yeah. She's ridiculous. Like at first it starts like oh he's he's dating because he uh, the the ex husband Craig T Nelson is living in the guest house right while wow. they're sort of like going through the divorce and then he starts dating his realtor mm-hmm. and uh, at first she's just kind of some brunette that shows up hottie boombody yeah she's got kind of a you know like a vivacious kind of uh, thing going on and I then, believe her last name is actually va 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 voom va 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 voom which and is then, Russian. But she turns instantly like cartoon villain. Yeah. Like when they give her lines. Like she's he's like, I'm like, just hanging out with my daughter. And she's like, oh yeah? Like yeah. pretty much just like, fuck your daughter. Yeah, it was really weird. Um, but I guess they needed a. Uh, you need a another cartoonish villain. Yeah. And then uh, they get to the jamboree. Did I mm-hmm. skip something? I skipped the rest of the party, but there's nothing. Really uh, yeah, I mean, she falls in the pool. It's really weird. Like he asks for joint custody. Yeah, not even she, not full custody. He asks for joint custody of their daughter, and we have no reason to believe he's a horrible father. Maybe yeah. a little distant, but he's trying to be better about it. So it's right. like she gets the the weird thing about this movie is that every time it's starting to win you over, it does something really stupid. Like yeah. has Shelley Long fall into a pool or fall in some mud or yeah. some just ridiculous stuff like that. It, and uh, it's it's it really weird. Undercut, that sort it of tries undercut, to undercut itself. Yeah, well, and, and undercut the both the comedy and I mean, it tried to be funny, but also like maybe it's just the kind of fu- comedy that I don't think is very funny, which is like just people falling, falling down. Pool. Yeah, yeah, it throwing can, champagne it into people's faces. It can be funny, faces. but it's not funny on, on its own. Like, and it was just uh, kind of undercutting the drama part of it, which was not like necessarily that compelling in the first place, but it was right. kind of like interesting at least. Cause you're like, okay, well what's going on here? It's like the movie felt uncomfortable being dramatic. So it just like, ah, just fucking throw her in a pool. Right. Yeah. He asked for joint custody and she's not the yeah. only one. At one point, uh, at the patch ceremony on the yacht, uh, Jenny Lewis, uh, Phyllis Neffler's wife, or whoa, whoa, <laughs> Phyllis Neffler's daughter, um, is being awarded her patches. She is flanked by her oh, parents, yeah. Phyllis, Neff- Phyllis Neffler and Neffler the Muffler Man, Craig T. Nelson, and they're about to both kiss her on the cheek, and she ducks, oh, and right. they kiss each other, and then Lisa, is that her name, Lisa the? Yeah, it sounds right. Lisa Vavavavum. Yeah, she gets so offended. Well, and she like goes, no she goes, way, Frank, and no! And she like pulls so hard that she knocks herself off the fucking yacht. Yeah. And it's just like, all right, everyone, just fucking. And really, they did that whole thing to set up the lifesaver joke. Yeah, honestly. really. Throw me the lifesaver, okay? Butterscotch or wintergreen? Yeah. Ha ha ha, lol. <laughs> you have butterscotch? <laughs> hey, now let's just fucking calm down. I'm just saying, butterscotch lifesavers. I'm not saying butterscotch in general. Lifesavers. I like butterscotch. Lifesavers? Sure. I don't think I've ever had them. 
I mean, it they taste like butterscotch. All right. Um, I don't know if they even make them anymore. I haven't seen them in at least 20 years. I really like the wintergreen ones. And sometimes you'll go in a bathroom that has like the individually wrapped mm. ones. And, you grab and they're also the ones that glow in the dark. Like if you uh, like chew them in the dark, they like spark. Oh, I'm uncomfortable. Probably not good for you. Name a food you can just pick out of the ground that sparks <laughs> when you mm, eat it. Rocks. <laughs> um, so, you are the rock. Also, my teeth are flint. They used to be good, strong <laughs> hands. Oh, God. Call okay. back. Call back. Episode seven? Episode seven. Oh, I have no idea. Classic. Don't, don't quote me on that. Think- Cut that out, actually. <laughs> You're making my editing job really... T- cut that three-word reference out. I'm going to go on a political rant in a few minutes, so just make sure you cut that out, Oof. too. I just leave those in. <laughs> stew in it. That's fine, too. Stew in your hobo stew. So, um, <laughs> uh, so, so anyway, I think we're at the Jamboree. Yeah, the Jamboree. Okay, so the Jamboree is the, the kind of climax. The third... I w- okay, we'll get to the review later. But um, the, there's a <laughs> kind of like finale here, and the Jamboree is not a Jamboree, because a Jamboree is a, like, party celebration well yeah i mean uh, as a former cub scout i can say that the the boy scout jamboree is is kind of like i mean they have events but you also go hiking okay you know it's in the fucking well this is a competition it's the jamboree that you and i would not want to go to yeah like this is a jamboree all jamborees i've been to are more like hootenannies or hoedowns it's like you know how they say like oh it's the it's queen elizabeth's jubilee year yeah and you're like is this jubilance Maybe they're talking about that shitty X-Men character. Coming soon, Theater New. <laughs> this is the year where Queen Elizabeth is just dressed like Jubilee the entire time. <laughs> this is awesome! She keeps talking about going to the mall or something. <laughs> She's got that yellow trench coat. Yeah. Um, boy, yeah, just like to eliminate people got those understanding pink, what we're saying. Those pink shades. <laughs> she shoots Star fireworks. earrings. She shoots fireworks. What was Jubilee's power? She shoots fireworks. And people go like, ow. Like, they don't like, really hurt. <laughs> no one people. cares. Um, so the jamboree in this, in this setup is a competition where the troops together have to go through this trail, basically a big hiking trail. And whoever gets back first wins this trophy. And they are, they get to be the poster troop of the next. So like the next year's, um, poster for the, for the wilderness girls, their troop will be on it. So, um, we saw last year's poster when Velda was doing her speech, she was standing in front of it a la Patton. Right. And so um, they go, basically they go through this uh, crazy trail of swamps and mountains and stuff. Well, and the Culver City Red Feathers, it's very confusing to me logically, yeah. but each uh, group is, has a color-coded armband, and they have to follow those color-appropriate um, uh, flags on the yeah. trail. Now, the Culver City Red Feathers seem to be going on Troop Beverly Hills' trail and switching their flags around, or at least oh, they, one flag around. They each get their own trail? I think so, because the, their, their flags are all different colors that they follow. Oh, I thought they were all just this, like there was one trail. But that, no. You're right, that doesn't make any sense. So because... they flip the flag around, but it's also like they still got there and beat them. Are we just yeah. supposed to assume, like, oh, everything worked out? Yeah, I think that's what you're supposed to assume. Is that they that what they them like screwing up and going through the swamp was actually a shortcut, right? Because a, a skunk showed up mm-hmm. and like they all all the girls run away. Bitches screaming. be scared of skunks. Yeah, bitches be skunking. <laughs> I think that means something else on the street. Oh, I'm not. If sure I say skunking, someone was like, "Hey, hey, man, no, she's a lady." I have no idea. Um, and so they run from the skunk and they make the halfway point. Right. They it's a two-day trek. I don't yeah. know if you said that. So the first day, they, right. they land okay. at the camp. Yeah, I did not say that. And, uh, 
And then uh, Velda, being the, the snidely whiplash of this movie, she sees that they were you know scared off by the skunk. She picks the skunk up at the scale, and she's like, you're going to pay for this. Yeah. Yes, you are. Next scene, skunk cap, a la Davy Caracat. 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 Caracas. Davy Caracas. Yeah, yeah, whatever. It set up, it set her up as the villain, right? But it was also like, I'm going to go on the record right now saying I love Velda Plunder. So yeah. whatever, lady, do what you want. She's kind of great. Um, <laughs> and then uh, the as they're kind of, it's that evening of the first night. She decides that uh, their troop leader of the Red Feathers is going to go away, and she's going to take over. Right. They, they, the the troop leader of the Red Feathers uh, is. Um, going to claim to be sick yeah. and Velda's going to take over now. I don't know if we've said this. Velda's daughter is on the Red Feathers. Right. So that's why she's so invested in them winning right. and helping them cheat, etc. Right. Um, but then also she made the trails. So it's kind right. of, it's definitely cheating. As Jenny Lewis says, it's yeah. not fair. She wrote the, she mapped the course. Yeah. So the next day, uh, the Red Feathers t- uh, take off and as they're going, they cut the bridge, so they must be on a very similar trail, or so they cut the yeah, bridge. Yeah, I mean, that's over the logical ravine. problem is like they are all seeming to be on the same trail, but yeah. then why are there color coded flags? Right. And they cut the, the yeah, they, there's a rope bridge at one over point. Over a big ravine, and they, they cut it, and, and then uh, they move on, and then uh, Troop Beverly Hills gets to it, and they can't cross. Then they have this big kind of coming to Jesus moment mm-hmm. where they decide to Oprah moment. go across, and then. Uh, well, they, there's a, a log. Log, yeah, right. They, sorry, go ahead. No, well, there's a log across the ravine further yeah. down. Like three feet to the right. right. <laughs> if only Velda had looked slightly <laughs> to the left. Um, and they have this big thing, and, and Jenny Lewis is like, oh my god, it's just like the balance beam. And Shelly's like, this is not a balance beam, this is a log, and it's right. very treacherous. Yeah. And she Which goes is across, correct. and then Jenny Lewis, I think she, I think what happens is that uh, Shelly falls down. She goes onto a branch, and it cracks. And it cracks, and yeah. she falls down face yeah. first. Um, and Jenny Lewis is like, I'm going to help you, Mom. And yeah. she's like, no, you're not. And then, you know, she's still, you know, splayed on the log, and Jenny Lewis gets her foot stuck <laughs> in a little divot in the log, yeah. and then they have to go back, and then Shelley Long is so busy. Once they get her loose, and they're walking back across the log, Shelley Long is so uh, intent on chastising her daughter that she doesn't realize. Ah, they we already crossed the log. Then they throw the rope across somehow. somehow. Yeah, they somehow they, they tie a rock. I think I don't, it was yeah. kind of vague, but eventually yeah. they repair the rope bridge, and the rest of the troop can cross. Yeah, and as Carla Ju- Ju- Wayward know, Pines, uh, as Carla Wayward Pines notes, they didn't lose that much time doing it. No, they didn't. Now, I guess it's straight to the end, except, aha, there's a twist. Of an ankle. As, um, <laughs> That's good. <laughs> good job. We should be storytellers. So, uh, the red, all a rich red feather troop is traipsing along, and uh, Velda is in the front, and she's like, ah, follow me, you'll all... She does some... She knows a shortcut. Yeah. And it's, it's dangerous. It's not dangerous. Follow me. Whoa, it's only dangerous down. if you don't know what you're. Sorry, I don't have all this memorized, Damon. I'm just trying to, you know, I'm just trying to give the writers' words their due. <laughs> um, they and she falls down, and uh, they she hurts her ankle, and it breaks it. it according to one of them, the do- her daughter says, "Uh, uh-huh, it's broken." And they just, they leave her there. They leave her food and water, and they're like, "Eh." 
See you later. Which is a very Velda thing to do. But of course, she's like, come. What'd she say? What's your favorite line? Uh, well, the girls are walking away and she's screaming at her daughter. She's like, I was in labor with you for 17 hours. I've got patches, girls. Lots of patches. And then when she realizes the girls aren't coming back, she screams, you little bitches. <laughs> back when, I will say, bitch was not as prevalent a curse word as it is today. And yeah. that meant something, damn it, in 1989. Was lot, I was, this is a PG movie. It had many shits. <laughs> several bitches. It had many shits, at least one solid bitch. And, yeah. um, I think it had a couple. And uh, I'm, I was actually really surprised. I'm not, like, I'm yeah, a, I'm it was. A, it, it did favor you, the shit. Yeah, if you're a listener of the podcast, I'm a fan of the curse word, as you probably could, couldn't tell. Uh, and so I'm, I'm, all, I'm sort of sad to where we've gone, where like you can't get away as much. Like, like, <laughs> we're protecting these children from evil words like shit. But anyway, um, so they leave her there, and then of course, True Beverly Hills comes upon what a thrill, Velda. Yeah, um, and they decide to they tie their Armani backpacks together mm-hmm. and into a little create a little uh, what is that called? called stretcher thing. Yeah, yeah, sure. And then they uh, they carry her to the end. Of course, the Red Feathers get there first, but. But, yes, they had the fastest time. Jason Robard says the rules specifically state the entire troop has to cross the finish line. Including your troop leader. And so, uh, Troop Beverly Hills, Beverly Hills, what a thrill. They come towards the end. and Well, it's important to note that the Red Feathers, those little bitches, as they were called, uh, steal the trophy. Steal the trophy, yeah. They rip it out of Jason Robard's hands. Is it really important, though, Damon? Well, I mean, how else will you know you won if you have the trophy... When the organization itself won't even <laughs> accept that you've won. You, you know in here. That's the sound of me hitting my heart. You even getting this? You getting this? <laughs> That's good audio right there. It's good tape. <laughs> Foley work. We're doing a lot of Foley work now. Um, so, yeah, so yeah. they steal the trophy. They steal the trophy and run away. And then uh, True Beverly Hills crosses. What a throw. They've brought Velda across. And they technically win. But you know what? They don't need a trophy. They just wanted to prove they were real wilderness girls. Yeah. And they're... And whoever said they weren't? Velda. And, of course, right before that, Velda says... uh, Velda has her, like, (laughs) breakdown. She has a weird breakdown slash miracle healing moment. Right, her her ankle is fine. She's walking around on her ankle and kind of throwing a fit, and then she gets fired by uh, Justice Roberts. She calls... (laughs) By the Honorable John (laughs) John Roberts. Um, She says, I'll tell you about the... uh, the buttons, you senile old bag, Ooh. and the old and Jason Robart says, you know, "I may be old and I may be senile, which is an odd thing to admit." <laughs> yeah. But the only thing bagged around here is you. You're fired, mm. and Velda is uh, out on your ear. Oh, we we we, we buried the lead on the, the last punchline. We forgot to mention what the reason that Annie Herman keeps doing whatever Velda says is that Velda keeps threatening her oh, with right. sending her back to work at Kmart, which she apparently worked at before. Yeah. Before um, she got the job. At edit the- this so that I say that earlier. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, Velda leaves claiming she's going to secede from the Wilderness Girls. Yeah. She's going to start her own right. troop. Yeah. Now, what, what happens to the Wilderness Girls with themselves? And I'll tell you what happens to Velda later. Well, uh, first of all, we break out into song, which <laughs> also... or not Militaristic not, chanting, yeah, I would say. More, more the chant, the Beverly Hills. What a thrill. Which now 
Well, it ends with Beverly Hills is number one. T- Craig T. Nelson knows this now. Yeah, it was a he, very, it was a very Sondheim moment where people just all of a sudden know the yeah. chant that only our uh, our lead girls know. So that's the first thing that happens, and then we see them. They're the poster troupe for next they year. Made it. They're on the poster. You see them, nineteen ninety mm-hmm. wilderness girls, and there they are. And then, and then you cut to a Kmart, and you hear this voice say. Blue light special, aisle 13, and then shoppers. our villainous butch villain. <laughs> Don't say villainous villain. <laughs> she turns around and she says, blue light special, aisle 13, cookies. <laughs> and then it cuts to black in your credits now. Now today, that would be after the credits. Right. By Don't law. Your, your credits. It's even. called the yeah. Marvel <laughs> Law. <laughs> and then they would also set up what happens in True Beverly Hills, you know, colon, the Civil War. The return. Yeah. <laughs> The Age of Ultron. <laughs> uh, Beverly Hills. The Troopening. Trefoil. I was trying to think of uh, the <laughs> Girl Scout cookie names. Samoans. Samoans? Samoas. Don't Samoas. say Samoans. Samoas. Don't eat Samoans. Um, thinnest mints. The thinnest. Um, so, there you go. There you have it. There was a, there, that was the movie. That was True the, Beverly Hills. What a thrill. Did I guess this isn't much of a thing for you because you've seen it so many times and so recently, apparently? Well, I mean, it's been a, a few years. It's been a while. Yeah. How's that? How's the stack up? <laughs> well, I mean, here's, here's what I kept thinking. Um, I mean, as we said, there are a lot of times when this movie almost wins you over, and it'll either do... There were two things it would do. It'd either do a weird slapsticky moment or yeah. just reveal how abhorrent almost everyone is yeah. in the cast. Phyllis Neffler, she doesn't... She sort of never really learns a lesson. She wins, but she's not really all that adept. She, it's not like she yeah. sort of learns about wilderness girls. And she's just sort of forces, she bends wilderness girling to her own will. And she yeah. makes it what she wants it to be about, which is about shopping and, and well, uh, jewelry appraisal. She learns a little bit. She learns about French. You know, she like teaches the girls about She learns about, about friendship, friendship and, and she follows through on something, which is sort of yeah. hinted at the beginning. But we never really see it. We see people refer to her as you know, not finishing things. Right. So I guess that's her sort of triumph, but it is kind of annoying that she's portrayed as this, um, you know, vacuous, uh, vacuous, rich girl who doesn't like the dirt and she doesn't like being outside. Yeah. And we never really see a moment where she proves how wildernessy she is. She sort of crosses. I mean, they do survive the, yeah, yeah. they cross, they survive. They run away from organized jamboree. They run away from both ass snake and ass gunk. (laughs) So, and, you know... I would like to point out that that is not a poisonous snake, and just be cool around the skunk. It's cool, man. It's fine. Just be cool. And they do, you know, fashion a stretcher out of, uh... That's you know. true. Out of their Armani backpacks. And the Armani, ba- Armani backpacks, which they made, they, like... I guess so. They, I mean, they are Armani, like, made by Armani, because they made them, and they, right. they like, uh, will... All your fancy clothes will pop out of them. That was like right. the crafting that all the and other. also the divorce stuff. I mean, because it's the eighties, uh, yeah. The goal of the movie oh, yeah, is to make sure that. right they get back together. Get back Craig together. T. Nelson and Shelley Long get back together, and that yeah. that was a very eighties thing. I feel like yeah. in the nineties you started to see these movies were like, okay, it's fine if they actually it's get okay. divorced. Yeah. Um, the first time I remember that was Mrs. Doubtfire. Was the first time yeah. I remember the the couple did not get back together again, um, but. They, of course, get back together, and I, I don't feel like anyone learned anything. <laughs> I mean, I don't... I feel like she still was, like, horrible when he asked for joint custody, which is his right, I mean, right. I guess. Yeah. 
It's not like he's asking for full custody. I don't. I don't feel like she ever stopped being moment. horrible. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, I, I don't the know. The kids think- were cute enough. They were cute. They all, you know, they're, they're cute little outfits, and mm-hmm. they, yeah. Jenny Lewis is adorable. Yeah, yeah. All the little girls were really adorable. They yeah. like, you know, they had uh, their little, you know, sassy attitude and their dance moves and stuff. Right. Like, um, uh, but I mean, there there are funny moments in it, but it's not, it's not like gut busting. No, I laughed more than I expected to. <laughs> See, better than eight percent. Oh yeah, this is better <laughs> than the Rotten Tomato score. It's not. You know, I don't know if I'd put it past 50. <laughs> no, we don't have to be crazy. <laughs> um, but I'd definitely put it in the, you know, 40s. This is definitely a movie that is bolstered by nostalgia. Yeah. And there are certain moments where I'm like, that's pretty funny. Not like that just... Old, that old gay man that she meets who kind of looks like if Burt Lahr and George Washington <laughs> had a kid. He, oh, that one darling. <laughs> Yeah. At one moment, she takes uh, one of the running gags, and probably actually one of the more successful gags of the yeah. movie is that she hates the the wilderness girl outfit, and so yeah. you sort of see her every scene. She has a new variation, like a very right. stylish variation on the wilderness yeah. girl outfit, um, and that's kind of fun. And the but end, it, where she's wearing Bobby Jindal pants, <laughs> jodhpurs. Yeah, jodhpurs. they're called jodhpurs. Yeah, um, um, but she she takes it to this gay man who has, who. I mean, literally looks like Burt Lahr in a suit. And he's like, my God, darling. He talks like Edwin. <laughs> my God, darling, what is that? And uh, she's like, can you do anything with this? And he's like, besides burn it. Yeah. It's <laughs> absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, he takes, the, he takes the hanger with his kerchief. So right, exactly. It. And it's one of those things, I think we sort of talked about this in the WWF one, but it's like one of those things where I'm just happy that someone remembered that gay people exist. Right. And so yeah. I'm just, even though it's a ridiculous stereotype, <laughs> thank you for including it. Yeah. Um, but I mean, this is uh, definitely my inner child was kind of an idiot. Well, so I have no nostalgia for this movie because mm-hmm. I didn't see it or I don't remember seeing it. But also... I do. I do have nostalgia for like this kind of movie because it's like very much like we said the like slobs versus snobs, except these were the snobs, right? Um, and it's a very like it's almost like a sports movie kind of like it is. I mean, Bears, major like, major league major is a very league. good example yeah. of the type of movie this, this is that kind Revenge of, of the nerds, I guess. Yeah, maybe. and that kind of movie you're kind of like yeah because you like right. get it at the end and then you've got like and it's got little charming moments and. I and I think say, creating a, a villain as good as... I mean, she's not like in the pantheon of great villains, but no. she's so ridiculous that Velda, you, you like seeing her defeated at the end. Yeah. Well, and, and I will say uh, Shelley Long was more charming than I, than I expected. Uh, she was she, very cute. Little she's very charming. And, yeah. and, uh, she's very yeah. well aware of like comedy. Yeah. She yeah. has like, good timing, and like, she's got little goofy looks and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, like when and she, she has tells these her, bright red hair and because she's yeah. always surrounded by you know these little children she just yeah. looks like a giant yeah and she's always in high heels and she usually has these giant furs or capes yeah. or little it's things very, like beetlejuice she like t- tim burton <laughs> yeah she's like, very like this 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 thin like character like jack skellington just yeah. standing above these little little tiny <laughs> demons yeah uh it, it, yeah and she's got this like kind of um what was the look 
when she like tells the ghost story and then immediately like takes a drink. Like, <laughs> yeah, I she guess tells this was... ghost story, which is really just about her accidentally getting permed at a, yeah. at a, her favorite salon. That was funny. And everyone screams, and she's pretending to scream. And then as she then she takes a sip of her club, her her champagne, and she you can tell that she's very pleased at having scared all the girls. <laughs> and she always has a very Cruella Deville uh, cigarette style holder, holder. Yeah. just a ridiculously long cigarette holder, and she's yeah. always. Uh, cute and i always laughed at her little outfits i loved all of her outfits in this when she would do variations on the yeah um the wilderness girl dress i'm gonna say i i, w- I would like you know if, if this movie were coming out today i'd want to do some edits like some uh recharacterization some more about script than anything uh-huh. else because like it wasn't. I was actually expecting it to be more sexist, based on what you kind of set it up as, like, or you were kind of expecting as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, yes, there were definitely some uh, bitches be shopping kind of women moments. spend all that money that these men earn. It kind of wasn't as. It was definitely more about. I mean, her in kind of this vacuous like Beverly Hills attitude that like they were kind of poking fun right. at, uh, as opposed to kind of women in general. But still, it was like. Uh, Oh, I would tweak it, but it wasn't as kind of bad as I was expecting. Um, I would like to, like, I feel like they spent a lot of, there were almost too many characters. Yeah. You have Rose of the Maid. You have Lisa, the girlfriend of of Craig T. Nelson. Yeah. You have all the parents. You know, I mean, not by name, but you know by sight each kid's parents and both parents in all of their cases. So it was like, okay, let's, we've got a wealth of characters here. We yeah. can sort of back off. We could just explain how these girls live in Be- Beverly Hills. Oh, you don't really need an explanation. It's not like I don't believe that kids live in Beverly Hills. <laughs> well, they, and we get like little windows into some of like, you know, we get a couple moments with Jenny Lewis's character. We get mm-hmm. a couple moments with uh, Chica. Chica. Uh, but And Kelly Martin gets a few moments because yeah. I mean, her dad's they get, out of work. Yeah, they get some lines, but I feel like we could have... It would have been, a lot, it yeah, it'd been a lot more interesting if we could kind of dive a little deeper with less, you know, characters maybe. And, uh, right. And I guess also I, we, I, I liked um, Mary Gross in it, but you could probably cut her out too. Yeah. Herman. Which one was she? Herman. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. the messy yeah. assistant. Yeah, she was. She had some funny moments too. She, she did have some funny moments, but I feel like Velda, I mean, all, it's not like Velda needed convincing that. Right. <laughs> she didn't like Phyllis Neffler. <laughs> That's true. Um, yeah. I do really like how ridiculous. And I think she got a lot of great moments. Velda Plunder. She got a good patent reference. She always had like a little uh, yeah. cane under her arm. And uh, she would stand in front of the troop poster a la Patton. And she did say, American flag. I do love the st- smell of cookies in the morning. <laughs> Cookie day. She's very ridiculous, and she's one of those great '80s villains of just yeah. you know I don't like you, and there's really I don't really need to establish why I just don't like you, and you will <laughs> defeat me, but in an hour and a half. So I, uh, you would say your verdict? Uh, I mean, it's sort of a lightweight thing. I mean, I yeah. think I was an idiot for. I mean, I own it on DVD. I watched it uh, at least ten to twenty times. There's no yeah. reason. <laughs> there's no reason. I would say I, I'm gonna I can't really judge my inner child because I didn't really watch it, but I will say your inner child was an idiot for being obsessed with it. But <laughs> not well, a, obsessed is a strong word. But it not was just an idiot. But not an idiot. Rotation, being, regular rotation. Yeah, okay. But um you had a lot of lines coming back oh, at yeah. me. Oh yeah. Um yeah you weren't an you, your inner child was not an idiot for being mildly amused by this <laughs> which i was as well uh-huh. as, even as an adult so i probably would have been more amused as a child by it um ah, she fell in the mud <laughs> she's trying to save the fondue yeah so uh that's our episode um anything else to add damon 
No. Well, I will say uh, you can uh, if you uh, agree with our verdict or yeah. have a movie or TV show or album or children's serial you want us to try. Um, let us know at you're in a child's an idiot at gmail dot com or you can tweet, tweet at us at y i c i a i y i c i a i yeah yeah. Uh, uh, on Twitter and um, we're on Facebook. You can also find us on Facebook. Your Just type it in for, the search bar. Yeah, um, you're on Twitter. I'm on Twitter. DJ Phillips. That's right. I'm at Damon Zanth. Mm-hmm. DJPhillips.com is my website. DrewfordComic.com is my website. Um, that's not just his website. It's a comic called Drew. Right. It's not just like pictures of me. Yeah. And mine is, weirdly. <laughs> um, and uh, you please, uh, if you like what you hear, uh, rate us and, oh, and write a little review us. on iTunes. That helps a lot. Just um, fucking do tell it. Tell your friends. Um, if you don't like us, turn this off. Just turn it off. Um, I don't know why you lasted this long into the episode. We're going to take a brief hiatus uh, uh, after this episode. Uh, I'm going to go play some guitar in another country for a couple weeks. Don't act like you're like fleeing the country. Don't make it I'm seem go, so weird. I'm going to go play in a mariachi band. <laughs> I will be under the name of Eduardo. No, uh, my band is uh, the house band for uh, a music festival in Monaco. So I'll be there for uh, July and most of August. So uh, we'll be back after this, after that, sometime in August. We'll probably... It won't be too Dog days of summer. Yeah. So we're going to take a little break. Serious will be high in the sky. We were hoping to get some more in the can before uh, I took off, but it didn't happen. So, mm, well, um, okay. We didn't have to state our failures explicitly. Well, I mean... It's that could have just been between us and they didn't have to know. It's mostly yours. Uh, <laughs> I call Damon every day. And sometimes he just doesn't answer. Uh, you know, thanks for listening. Uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. If you do want to talk about movies while you know DJ's away, just tweet at me and I can do, you know, yeah. make comments about things if you need me to. <laughs> what do you think of this? I'm so lonely. You're an idiot. <laughs> Fuck you. Beverly Hills, what a thrill. Beverly Hills, what a thrill. After all is said and done.